What's up, everybody? It's the 12th podcast again uh, with obviously some breaking news. I'm Brooks. We got Blaine on the other side of the camera. Say what's up, Blaine. What's up, people? Uh, and so, you know, as we talked about last week and as I think everyone in the entire footballing world has been talking about, uh, Messi has finally arrived in Paris as of just a couple of hours ago. Uh, he is going to be, or he is right now, a PSG player. He's signing the contract, signing the paperwork. Everything is becoming official right now. Um, he had a massive entourage of like 16 black Mercedes, 20, <laughs> 20 motorcycles. Yeah, what, did you see any of it? What have you made of this whole situation so far? I mean, so... Hold on. Hey, Siri, turn off the air commissioner. Sorry, it's... Turn off the AC, Siri. All right. Scar, keep going. Man, so I woke I woke up. This is a true story. This is based on a true story. I woke up at 5 a.m. to a text from Brooks. <laughs> Are we recording today because this happened? <laughs> I go down to my office. I turn the TV on. And it's just a live stream of the airport. Right. And, and then at some point, I dozed out. And I wake up. And I see Messi all over Instagram in the shirt. This is Paris. Black shirt people all around him and the first thing I thought was okay this is really happening like because like yeah I remember yesterday they said it was supposed to happen like this and then like the paparazzi had pictures of him shirtless in his front yard just doing his thing and I was like and then I also heard that like right after he said he's um leaving and did his like press conference with like the whole team and like the sad situation I heard Joanne sent him another offer did you hear that yeah but, I mean, I honestly forgot what question you asked me, but, I mean, he's he's in Paris, and it's happening, right? Yeah. It's happening. Today's the day. Yeah, yeah. Today's the day. He's joining, he's joining the ranks. Deadly front three, Messi, Mbappe, Neymar. The only question now is what number is he going to wear? Right. And how many goals is he going to score? Right, right. And how many trophies is he going to win for this two-year? It's a two-year deal, right? He's making, like... Like, I think, hold up, my dad just texted me. Oh, yeah, now my dad wants to talk about it. Uh, but uh, it's a it's a two-year deal, right? Two-year deal, and he's getting, like, 45 or, four, like, just under 50, 50 million a season, right? Yeah, so a two-year deal with an option for a third. Um, it's, like, 34 American and, like, yeah, 41 or something. Uh, 41 million or 44 million euros a year, which is less than he was making in Barcelona, actually. Um, oh, is it? It's less okay. than he was making, and it's... I, I mean, it's obviously more than he was going to make in Barcelona, like with the pay cut he he uh, had openly admitted to like, okay, yeah, you know, yeah. talking about. But yeah, I read the same thing that Barcelona made him one more offer, but then Joan Laporta and some other guys from like the Barca um, media were like, no, that's like not, this did not happen. That was like not the case. It's just a rumor. Um, okay. Yeah. So whether or not that's actually a rumor, we'll never know. But I mean, it's just. I, I just find that super hard to believe, especially because they had a press conference on Sunday. They're not going to, I don't know, pull the rug out from everyone after Messi's on stage crying with his family. Like, he's left. He's gone. He's not, you know. So, yeah. I, yeah, and that's like a YouTube prank. You don't <laughs> right. Do <that>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that may have been the case, like, after Barca sent out the press release, like, a week ago, before they would have had, a, you know, the video uh, farewell for Messi. Like, maybe they would have. That's when they should have made an offer if they did make a second one, but no, that's that's just rumor. Um, but yeah, he's there. Got the EC Saint shirt on. 
Yep. Nike's Paris. a big winner. France is the big winner. Paris is the big winner. Neymar is the big winner. Yeah. The Uber Eats League um is a big winner. <laughs> I got three superstars and they all play for the same team. It is crazy. Oh man, it's gonna Yeah, it's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be nuts, man. I feel like I mean, if they like they got close to the Champions League two seasons ago. Yeah. I mean, like I don't like I don't know what Messi's mentality is like because obviously he didn't want to leave Barcelona. He said that he left Barcelona. The man was in shambles, <laughs> but like he just won the Copa. Like I feel like 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 this is like like I feel I, I I'm not trying to use I feel like this is like the last two years of his like top peak Messi. Mm -hmm. Like he's gonna leave it all out there, and like kind of like what I was saying in the last episode. Like you go to you go to the French league, like. So you're able to give your all in all of the different competitions without worrying about like getting destroyed physically, like fighting against Italians or like Englishmen week in and week out. You know the French are like, I mean, unless you're Neymar and you're trying to be cheeky, you're you're probably not going to get injured because of like a foul or anything like that. Like no 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 one's gonna like break your knee because they like slid into you and made you tear your ACL or something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I, that that's a good point. I also think that, I mean, Emmy Martinez, you know, the, the uh, Argentina goalkeeper came the on. keeper. Yeah, he was yeah. like, you know, I haven't talked to him yet just because he's obviously been really busy. He's got a lot going on. But he's like, I think that this is good for him. It's a good challenge. It's something new. Um, but you brought up a good point. Like, he's in the last couple years of his career. And in that press conference on Sunday, he was even like, look, like, yeah, I love Barcelona. I wish I could have stayed. I did everything I can. But at the end of the day, like, because someone was like, why don't you play for free? And like, first of all, that's just not realistic. Second of all, he's like, I still have ambitions. Like, I have a career and I still want to win things. And so, yeah, I mean, this makes sense to go to that team. Uh, we've talked about this a million times on the channel. Like, it's a heavily South American, heavily Argentinian squad coached by an Argentine who actually got on the phone and called him earlier this week. I read that this deal had been, like, PSG was trying to get a hold of him since April. Um they, huh. And, like, Messi and his father were, were happy with how they approached it. They didn't do anything illegal. Like, they knew uh, once they were, like, oh, we're going to sign with Barca again. They were, like, okay, cool. Like, if it doesn't happen, though, like, we're here to make this work. Um, and, obviously, yeah. they did make it work. But, yeah, I think that this is a very good signing for him in his career. And, hopefully, you know, he can get another Champions League um, medal because this – I don't know. The interesting thing is – PSG didn't win the league last year, right? Lil won the league last year. Yeah, Lil. So he's not going yeah, to like Lil the league winners. He's going, I mean, they are for all intents and purposes, but I mean, it's not like Juve where they won yeah. 10 years in a row, but pretty close. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I By think that minute. they're going to be good in Champions League. I think they all have that ambition this year. Like, honestly, Neymar needs this. Neymar needs, he couldn't do it without Messi. No, it's not like, that's not trying to shame Neymar at all. Um, but... Well, I mean, put things in perspective. The last time Neymar won Champions League, he was playing with Messi. The last time Messi won the Champions yeah. League, he was playing with Neymar. Yeah, and so to that 100 point... 100% Jesus. Yeah, I, yeah that, that was amazing. I, whatever happened <laughs> I to Neymar. It. But I think that Yo. the other thing for Messi is like he's not going to have to be carrying like a mad young team. Um, he's still going to pretty much carry a team wherever he goes. But I think that this... PSG squad has a bit more talent surrounding him and he doesn't have to feel like it's literally all on his shoulders. You know, he's got a very experienced Neymar who not only is amazing, but knows the league. He's got Mbappe who knows the league and who's an amazing World Cup winner. 
a lot of still French guys who are World Cup winners. He's got Marquinhos back there holding it down and a big foe in Sergio Ramos. So it's a very, very, very well-balanced squad who's pretty much won, you know, when you, when you put them all together, they've won everything. So it's not a, a super young squad that might be nervous in Champions League or might not be able to pull through in the final no. leg or whatever. Well, bro, well, bro, how, well, first thing, here's the crazy thing, and I feel, I don't know if people are talking about this, so, you have the captain of Real Madrid, the <sighs> captain of Barcelona, yeah. the vice captain of Liverpool, yeah. all converging on the same team, and they've all won, well, Sergio Ramos has won more Champions League yeah. in the last 10 years than any club has yeah. then, like they've all but they've all won champions league in the last five years mm -hmm. and and they're all playing on the same team and they're all like and they're all captains of their teams that they came from or vice captains yeah. you know what i'm saying and it's like yeah i guess that's all there really is to see it then yeah marquinhos is still there they picked up asha or hakimi um basically the there's only year. one put yeah it, it, yeah with inter milan there's only one position on the squad that doesn't have like a top tier elite player in its left back. Everywhere else, like those guys are like a 88 rating on FIFA or higher. Yeah, or higher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got Donald. And then they got. Sorry, keep going. Yeah. No, that's it. I, yeah, keep going. Yeah, GG Donnarumma in the goal. The, the least experienced position, again, like no shame, no, no hate for this, but like might be. Pochettino and his coaching staff. They, they, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, and you know, I, I got nothing but love for them in Argentine, but you know, they made it to Champions League final in one of the probably most forgettable, boring games that I've ever seen in Champions League history. But Liverpool Spurs, yeah, so bad. But um, yeah, yeah that's whack. I just yeah, you I mean, you bring up a really good point. Like everyone on this team is experienced and has won something major. Yeah, it's pretty much everyone on the team. I mean, this is career mode in FIFA, man. This is just <laughs> like you, like they, they get. But I mean, they got a lot of their guys for free. But they basically had a blank check, and they're like, "Yo, yeah. we're signing you. We're signing you. Yeah. We're signing you." And last of all, we're bringing Messi to the team, and everybody is thrilled. Yeah, the little, just just a little bit of uh, of sweetener on top was that Messi. But I also I'm wondering, you know about like all of the. Rivalry between him and Ramos—that's gone, right? That doesn't mean, I don't think they carry that with. No, nah, I heard Ramos. I heard Ramos called him up and said, "We want you." Really? I heard Ramos. I heard Ramos pull the Steph Curry, Draymond Green to Kevin Durant when they called him in the offseason and said, "Come to Golden State." Wow. We aren't ops anymore. We family. Wow. We familia. And Messi took the call and he was like, "Te amo," or. <laughs> <laughs> or however. I don't know, man. That's what I heard. I mean, who knows what's true? No one's going to come out and say it. But I heard Ramos gave him a call That's and said, good. yo, let's, let's break bread together. We we both bosses. We both won the Champions League. Now let's now let's create history together and do it for the first time for France. Yeah, that would be amazing. I really and hope said, they do. I hope Paris can win this. I hope that that whole team <laughs> could come together and play as a team. Um, you could, there's a lot of online where it's like, oh, you know, these super teams don't win anything, but... I don't know. It was pretty. It was a. It was somewhat of a super team before Messi and Ramos got there. Now it's like this is surpassing super team. This is like. This is yeah. one of the greatest club teams I've ever seen put together in the history of club teams. Yeah, 
yeah, I mean, we'll have we'll, like we'll be watching for the first like for the first game or the second game when like all like the like when they have like the best eleven out there. Yeah. But I feel like with these guys and like with like with just the leadership that comes from let's just say three yeah. the three guys that, that came in. And and that's and there's still more leadership on the team. Marquinhos, yeah. Kimpembe. Totally, Marquinhos um, is amazing. Like for a Brazilian, he's uh, yeah, he's yeah. yeah. So I'm saying leadership's there, but like with these other guys, like I feel like if there's anybody that was like teeter tottering or teeter or teeter, I can't, I don't know, but like on the fence about like whether or not they want to get their head right and like play for the badge or play for the league or play for the state or not the state, the country. Like with these guys in the lineup, like they don't have a choice. Like. Like Sergio Ramos is going to make you do what what's best for the team. So on that, like note, no one's going. Like, can you imagine that? Can you imagine going against Sergio Ramos in the dressing room? No, absolutely not. I couldn't imagine going against Sergio Ramos. But one other thing I'm wondering though, because I don't know if you've heard this, but obviously there's always rumors of Neymar. Le- I mean Mbappe leaving. He hasn't signed his uh, contract yet. He's only got one year left. Do, yep. do you think he stays or what? So, I mean, if we're going to talk about that, me personally, if I'm Mbappe, if I'm Mbappe's camp and if I'm Mbappe's team, I'm at least signing an extension for three more years. Okay. Like, with the team, like, here's the thing. Like, you look at Real Madrid, there's nothing going on over there right now. They're broke as a joke. They're an aging squad. And, like, they signed, like, they signed my man David Alaba, but he doesn't want to play center back. He's going to play center back. My, my man Eden Hazard's there, and he's looking like he might show up this season. But at the same time, like, like I'm like, why would you like? Besides the historical, you know, glory and and culture of winning, why would you join Real Madrid? Why like Paris? In the last three seasons, has been a more attractive outfit to be a part of. Like, unless Real Madrid like goes out and signs three or four Galacticos, why would you leave Paris? I would never leave Paris. No. No, I mean, I mean, no. unless I want to live in Madrid, I mean, not never, but like at least for like, I'd sign at least a three-year contract extension and go to 2024. I mean, what's Madrid going to do in that time? They're not going to have, they're still going to pay off Hazard. They're going to have an even older Alaba. They're going to have an older Marcelo. Like they don't, I just don't, the one thing that's different with like, and I, we're not on this, but Barcelona, I think for as much trouble as they're in, which they're in the, you know, the biggest amount of trouble of anyone, but they do have a young squad. Yeah. And so like with this Madrid squad, like, yeah, I, I just, I don't, I wouldn't understand Mbappe's reasoning for this because the only place, and he's not going to get a better chance of winning than he's going to get in Paris, especially with what they've done in this off season. Um, so yeah, I, yeah. I think there's just like, he keeps stalling on his contract talking. I don't know why maybe having Messi there, like will help him out. Cause to be honest, he has been the best player on that team for the last couple of years. He is better than Neymar, in my opinion, at least the last couple of years. Um, and maybe he just is getting a little bit, uh, not necessarily arrogant, but maybe he's thinking he's a little bit bigger than he is right now. And maybe Messi he's being there. He's there, very he's, arrogant. You know, so maybe Messi being there might help him cool down a bit, but, you know, you never know. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, just to add to what you said, yeah, in, in three years, Madrid might still be in the same quagmire they're in. Who's to say? But like, I mean, I wouldn't sign like a six-year contract because you never know what's going to happen in, in, you know, in the world of football. But I mean, I definitely wouldn't leave next year. Yeah, definitely. Like as long as, Me- as long as Messi was on my team, 
and he was performing at a high level, I would never leave never that leave. team. Never. Like, like, unless like, like, unless you're coming off of like four years playing with them and you guys have basically won everything mm. every year, like the Neymar situation, like I understand why Neymar left, but like he had a history running with the best and he's like, I want to do it on my own. And it turned out he couldn't. And now they're reuniting and they're going to try to do it together again. But like, as in like Mbappe, like as young as you are, like you could play another six seasons in Paris, right. Madrid's still going to be, they're still going to be there. Like you can always yeah. rerun your contract down, but why do it at a time when Madrid is like clearly broke as a joke yeah. and going through trouble and like, like you would be there to bail them out of a bad situation. And I feel like that's never a situation. Like, I think we touched on this last, in the last episode, it's like, Everyone wants to put themselves in a position where they can be the most successful. And, like, it's, like, this is the reason why, like, Messi doesn't go join Atalanta. Like, they're a good team, but you would have to do a lot to get them to be the top of the table yeah. and win anything of significance. And it's, like, why would you do that when you could join Inter Milan or Juventus right. or Man City or Bayern? Like, it's, like, they're, like, I don't – that's all I'm going to say. I mean, I hope he does – and I just hope he doesn't leave, dude, because I'm not a – I'm not a Real Madrid fan. Yeah, I hope he doesn't leave either. I obviously can't stand Madrid, but and I just like love Paris as a as a destination. Um, you know, we spent a lot of time there, so I don't want to go to a Paris that doesn't have Mbappe. Although having yeah. Me Messi there would I would wouldn't really be that big of an issue. But I just think for his career, he should stay there, win that, win win everything with them a couple of years, and then maybe he can do whatever he wants to do. But it's, it's just just a for as young as he is, he has such a long future ahead of him like yeah stay sign on an extension the other thing though is like Harris yeah. might need to get rid of him and just for this I mean they don't need to financially but for financial fair play they may need to get him off the books and with one year left they're thinking I mean we have a pretty deep squad right now why don't we sell him on I mean they're not going to but that would be insane of them yeah they're not going to do that but right. someone who is selling is your is your team yeah, I, I know. Dude, all I'm going to say, so we're, we're talking about Chelsea selling Tammy Abraham. Most likely he's going to Roma to link up with the legend, the man, the man, the myth, the legend, Jose Mourinho, go down to AS Roma. Or maybe Arsenal, but it's most likely Roma. Yeah, and all I'm going to say is this. this all I'm going to say is this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name off a few players and you guys are going to see a pattern here, right? Daniel Sturridge, Mohamed Salah. Kevin De Bruyne, right? Who else we got? Lukaku. Um, Lukaku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we sold him for I think thirty-five million, thirty-six million. We're buying him back for ninety-seven, ninety-eight million, something insane like that. And like, and there's there's more. Those are just like the high-profile ones. So the last thing we want to do right now is sell Tammy Abraham, who has been our top goal scorer two seasons ago and was like tied or like a goal behind a guy that had three times as many goals as him. But the coach doesn't like him. So we're going to sell him for 34 million pounds. And he's going to go on and be, become a prolific goal scorer because he's shown that at every opportunity, every time he's had a chance, he's been great. Like he broke records at Bristol, Swansea, um, even at Chelsea for like a homegrown player, that's like a young kid, like he was, he was doing great. And like one coach doesn't like him when we sell him for pennies on the dollar. When Lukaku's out of steam here in four seasons, 
We're going to look for a few stop gaps and mark my words, 2026 is going to roll around and we're going to buy homegrown Chelsea forward Tammy Abraham back somewhere around like in between like 60 and 100 million euros. And, you know, it's going to be great to have them back, but it's going to be stupid because it's like just loan them out or, or, or put a buyback clause right. in his contract. But like for like as savvy as the business people are at Chelsea, they clearly don't know what a buyback clause is. They don't, they, they, they have no idea what that is because we've lost too many players. And yeah, Declan Rice is another one. Oh, yeah. Declan Rice. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, I like, I'll tell you, but like the... Listening to all this, I don't know that I would say that they're the most savvy guys out there. What they have is a ton of money and so they don't need to worry about a buyback clause or worry about doing good business. What they worry about is buying the best players. And they're very, very good at doing that aside from Timo Warner. But they're really good at saying, oh, like we need this person, we need this person, let's bring them in. Because they've always been paying whatever amount of money Roman Abramovich can pay, which is unlimited at this point. And I don't know. I'm That's with true, you. money ain't a thing. I'm with you though. Yeah. But for, as far as good business goes, put a buyback clause. Hey, they've done a lot of, like he's been loaned out quite a bit. So I, I mean, maybe, I don't know how much of this is on him where he's like, look, like so stop. I'm, I mean, Martinez said the same thing. He's like, I'm not trying to keep, you know, moving every six months to a year. Like, at this point, like, I just want something that someone's going to believe in me, where I can go and do my thing for a few years, have some stability, know that the coach has faith in me, and maybe that's what he's looking for. Well, yeah, he did. He did the loan thing, and I know. So I know last year, like when Frank was still the boss, they were trying to get him to sign a new contract. And I don't know if the new contract was like still like because at the time he was the top goal scorer and I don't know if like the contract was like we're offering you like seventy thousand pounds a week yeah. versus he was probably looking for something closer to like one twenty more of like a, like more of like a you know regular squad member yeah. contract versus like an academy graduate. So I mean you never you never know the truth in these situations. Yeah. Because it's like maybe he wanted to sign then and they didn't sign then he got benched and they like withdrew the contract and now he doesn't have the opportunity to sign the contract. But I mean, from what I know, I think, I mean, I get you like you don't want to go out on loan and become like this guy that's like on loan every season and like you've only worn the shirt like 16 times. So I, I personally think he would have gone out on one more loan and then whether it was a two season or a one season and came back and like would be ready to like take his shot. But at the same time, I think he should just be given an opportunity. That's all I'm saying. But yeah. what do I know? I'm not a man. Well, I mean, he was given so, an opportunity until Tuchel, Tuchel came in. And that's the thing. Like he was given an opportunity and Tom, I'll just call him TT, came in. And it's like he like he gave him like. 30 minutes there. Yeah, it's not 15 not, minutes there, but yeah. but yeah, he didn't give him like a run of games. He didn't give him a real shot. Like and like people, I mean, and this like now we're and we're getting in yeah. we're getting in deep now, but people like pe like people will say like, "Oh yeah, like he's not the kind of striker that we want or he's not the kind of striker we need." And all I'm saying is like, I get it. Okay, to, you, like you're you're the manager. You want to play a certain way. You have a certain philosophy. But like if you got one guy over here who's like got 15 goals the season before and you got another guy over here that can't hit the broad side of a barn maybe cater your strategy to the guy that's putting the ball yeah. in the net 
instead of like keep trying to like get this other guy to fire and like yeah like we won a champions league and we finished top four because of the work of the different team not our own merits so it's like yeah we need we need a striker to come in and that's what they're doing but i feel like like i feel like it's the wrong decision and i mean basic and honestly like i i disagree wholeheartedly with like selling a player like in a club where we have such a revolving door of managers to sell any player based off of one manager's opinion i feel like is a foolish decision yeah like one manager liked you the next manager doesn't you're out the door no go on loan and by the time you come back there's going to be a new manager guaranteed yeah yeah especially at chelsea anyway yeah that's what i'm saying yeah specifically at the blues but you know regardless chelsea or leo messi is in paris he's a he's a player for psg we're going to be there soon sir keep tuned into the channel because in october when i'm out there hopefully i can get blaine out there too we're going to be hopefully seeing some games. We're on the wait list already. Um, I'm going to have a, that away Messi, that away Di Maria. <laughs> White, black, and pink. Yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's cool. number one for me. Yes, sir. All right, anything else? No, I think that does it. That's just, you know, it's our midweek uh, transfer talk concerning Messi to Paris. Thanks for rocking with us, guys. It's been the 12th Man Podcast. We out.